Hello and welcome to the Limerick Voice Features Podcast, brought to you by Limerick Voice and presented by me, Zoa Khan. Crew Brewery Company is the latest addition to Limerick Breweries. Owned by three Belfast boys, the Limerick Company has experienced great success in its short history. I spoke with one of the owners, John O'Croote, about the journey of Crew Brewery Company and its future aspirations. So it's Jono. Oh, I says Jonathan on Zoom. What a disaster. My name is Jono. <laughs> so my family are all from Belfast. I was born oh, in Derry. I grew up in, um, grew up in England and then I moved back to Belfast when I was like 17. Then I lived in Canada for six years. So like, I don't really know where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, you're from everywhere. and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But like Belfast really, if I, I'm from anywhere, but I'm like the other two lads involved are from Belfast as well. So yeah. So it's Joel Anderson, J-O-E-L. Mm-hmm. Um, he often gets called Joe, so oh, okay. <laughs> try not to do that. And Gareth Cash, so uh, yeah, G A R E T H Cash. That's a cool surname. Yeah, G Money, we call him. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> you always think we're weirdos, like we call him G Money, and you find yeah. out his name's Gareth. Cash. They're like, all right, it's a, it's they're like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I met one of them at a poker tournament, and then he was working with the other guy at the time. Um, and then we were living in Canada together as well, me and Gareth. So. We've kind of been everywhere together and then now we're here doing this. So, And how long have you like known each other or been friends? Mm, like 10 years, I'd say. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And we've always planned to do kind of this. Like we always talked about it, mostly just like after parties and stuff. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, lads, but, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. But we always thought we were going to do it. And like we have similar values in like what we'd like to build um, mm-hmm. in terms of like building a community space and like we always wanted to do something together because we couldn't do it with someone who didn't share those values because we know at times it's expensive to do things our way but mm-hmm. like we had to have someone with the same mindset or whatever how is each person involved um so i'm like brewing and kind of marketing or whatever we don't really do any marketing but <laughs> i i post stuff on the internet and make all the beer and um just like all the beer infrastructure side like so making sure our draft systems running and all the tanks like all the maintenance all that stuff and yeah. then Joel are like the front of house hospitality side and they just run the pub basically so everything involved with that they're, they're working behind the bar doing all the orders everything so is it safe to say that it was your love for beer that kind of put you in the direction of becoming a brewer yeah beer and people beer and people the two best things in the world yeah which like t- to me is the same thing um yeah I guess like I was living and working in Canada and I was starting to drink at a lot of different breweries and it just seemed like a place where I wanted to work basically like um like craft breweries work very well together it's like a big collaborative industry instead of a like, like i'm not a very cutthroat person like i couldn't work in some industry where like you had to hate your rivals or whatever like for us watching the craft brewers work together and collaborate and like i ended up working in a, in a brewery that has a lab um that helps a lot of smaller breweries out because we had a lot of like facilities that they didn't have and just like seeing all that i was like this is like the world for me and uh, plus there's beer everywhere so <laughs> can't go wrong pretty good <laughs> uh, so yeah then I just like was determined to do that uh, I was working in packaging initially and then I worked in the lab and then I went to study um, in the US and in Germany to become a master brewer and then once I did that I was like looking for jobs and I was just like I don't want to work for anybody else anymore so we just started to work on this is there like a certain time or like a certain after party as you say where like the idea of like the brewery really came about where the three of you were like yeah we're doing this this is how we want to do it uh kind of so like I graduated um like I was already working in breweries but then I graduated um in Munich and I was looking for work so it just seemed like kind of a good time because I didn't have anything else to be doing 
But um, also, I, I don't know if I can tell this. I probably can't yet, right? It's grand. He, he might be slightly upset, but uh, I'll deal with him. So <laughs> uh, Gareth borrowed a bottle of gin from a restaurant he was managing. Um, and he was going to replace it the next day. Like he came in the next morning with a brand new bottle of gin or whatever. It's just like they didn't have any drink in the house and some people were visiting. This was in Cookstown in the north. Yeah. And uh, he got fired. <laughs> so oh, no. he got fired. And uh, I was looking for work. I had just graduated. And um, so we just met up in Belfast and like drank pints. And we were just like, look, this is an ideal time now because you don't have anything going on. Like you don't have anything tying you to the city or anything like that. Like I'd been living in Toronto and then living, studying in Chicago and then studying in Munich. So like I didn't need to stay in Belfast either. And it was just like, look, we have time. Let's at least see if it's possible because we don't know like what it involves, like it's setting up a business or like getting the license and stuff or like money. We didn't have nearly enough money and all that. So it was just like, let's at least explore all that. So we just like wrote a business plan, just like locked ourselves in the house for like two weeks and wrote a business plan and then brought us some accountants to be like, is this a real thing? Like, is this possible? And, uh, our accountant here in Limerick was like, he basically just like took us under his wing. He was just like, yeah, this is amazing. Like you guys have the skills and you want to do this. Like you're perfectly set up for it. So um, he helped us with everything because we never ran a business before. Like they're, they're managing restaurants or whatever, but like we have no idea. Like even now, like we still don't know what we're doing, but um, I, we needed a lot of help from a lot of people. So yeah, I guess it was that just like him losing his job and then, and me not having a job either and I was looking mostly in London and I really 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 didn't want to move to England so yeah it was just like look we could stay in Ireland if we just make our own jobs so beat the system that was like what do we we opened on September 24th and that was like two years ago two and a half years ago or something we started the planning that's brilliant yeah and then we took we found the old fire station last summer not the lockdown summer but the previous one Gareth was just walking past like the old fire station um after they closed down and someone was in there like packing up boxes and he just banged on the door and was like, can I please take this place? <laughs> and then we ended up basically doing a deal with them. So we bought their business kind of like, we just bought all of their like restaurant stuff and then we sold it, but like it meant we got the lease. So, um, I, and the building's class, like it's the former fire station, like it's great history and it's fallen apart and it doesn't really make sense and nothing's straight in there and all, but it's amazing. Like it's a big characterful building. I ended up opening like, 16 months later or whatever it was we were planning to open that coming March but um March was a bit of a bad time so yeah <laughs> yeah and then we did open and we were open for 11 days and then we got closed again like it's gone unbelievably well when we've been allowed to do things <laughs> yeah like the take even the takeout's gone well like people are buying a lot of beer from us so yeah like whenever we're allowed to do things people are responsive it's just it's just working out kind of each level so like now we're in level five whatever we're going to be doing the takeouts like level three we can do the outdoor seating but we need like heaters and all that so we need to think about that like it's just a lot more planning than we expected like a lot more changing yeah plans. and like what drew you to limerick mm, pints <laughs> so um it's like so the, the way the licensing system works here and yeah. in the north is a total disaster so you have to buy a license from someone you can't just apply basically there's like a finite number of licenses so you have to get one from a, a place that's closing down or whatever but that means they're very expensive and in the north they're twice as expensive so we knew we weren't going to open in the north so we just went on a road trip like we we came here we went to cork we went to galway and we basically just spent the afternoon in mother max and then we were like that's it we're moving to limerick <laughs> and yeah. we just love the city like like a lot of arguments obviously to open somewhere like Galway where like there's a lot more tourism and all that like place would maybe be busier but we also had to pick somewhere that we wanted to live forever like we don't plan on this being a short-term thing right so uh we just picked the place we most wanted to live and 
Treaty City being here as well was a big deal because their beer is everywhere and they get a lot of support from everybody. And we were like, okay, well, if they're doing that for one brewery, like they can do it for another. And have they worked with you a lot in the past? Yeah, they've they've been amazing. Yeah, so basically every step of setting up, they've been there to offer advice. And like the first weekend, we nearly ran out of beer because we didn't expect to be as busy as we were. And they ran us like an emergency keg delivery. They helped us with a planning permission application. They helped us with equipment. Like they've helped us with everything. That's brilliant. Um, and the Mother Max the same. So the first day we were due to open, the distributors didn't bring keg couplers, so we had no way to pour beer. And uh, Mother Max came around, like brought some around and saved the day then as well. So the, like the two of them in particular, everyone at Pharmacy have been amazing with us as well. At the moment, all the hops that we had stored at the brewery are stored in their freezer because they have freezers and we don't. <laughs> so I just phoned them and I was like, do you have any freezers? And they're like, yeah, bring them around. So for that, like even they've offered to help us do deliveries and all that moment like that. So they've been amazing with everything. People, the businesses, everyone in Limerick's been unbelievable to us, like from the very start. And say when you first found like a building and all that, how did that feel like to kind of actually see your vision becoming a reality? It was exciting and terrifying. Like we signed an 18 year lease. and like, Oh, wow. Yeah, that's like over half my life. <laughs> so it's quite daunting, but no, it was great. Like, And did you get like local artists to do like, I saw that it was the logo that was redone and the walls were yeah. redone as well. Yeah, so the logo was done by Ellie Stone. Um, she's like the coolest person in the world. <laughs> um <laughs> She's amazing. She did, so she did our um, chalkboard as well, like the menu board. She does all that. She's a graphic designer and like artist and all sorts. So she created the logo, which was, I don't think, very easy work for her because we didn't have a clue what we wanted. <laughs> and she was just like, what about this? And we were like, I don't know. Like, if you think it's cool, then we probably do. And the mural, her name's Jordan Hill. She's amazing as well. But basically, we just posted on Instagram and we were like, okay, we want someone to paint a thing, like who's interested. And we just got loads of those people like submitted their, just their, like links to their Instagram, whatever, not doing any work specific for it. Just like show us what kind of stuff you do. And then we met a couple of them on site and I, we basically just told her to go mad. And she did. And it looks class. And um, the plan is every six months just to like paint over it white and then get another local artist in just to keep it fresh. And because like, we couldn't believe the level of work that was submitted to us when we first started looking for somebody. And we didn't even have a like particularly big platform or anything there. And now like, we, we still don't have a big platform, but like slightly bigger. But the work we got was unbelievable. Like there is a ridiculous amount of artistic talent in Limerick. Like it's crazy. It would be great to have as many people's work there. And all of them, like we don't tell them that we want like a beer thing or whatever. It's just like, just go mad. Like do whatever you would want to do if you had a big blank wall and some time. <laughs> so yeah, all of that, like everything we did, we work with Limerick people pretty much. Like we obviously know a lot more people in the North just from growing up or whatever but we wanted when we came down here to try and make sure that all the work was kept in Limerick I think our barrister is in Dublin I think she's the only person like accountants and architects and everybody like we just try to find everybody here so I would only like ever do things first of all like in Limerick now we have one place where a Limerick company like we're obviously not from Limerick originally but we're living here it's a Limerick company like obviously the business and us like there is a lot of parallels because we do all the work like but uh it's not the same thing so the company is a Limerick company and it always will be and when's the six months due till the next wall repainting? So I don't know. Like we're currently in negotiations with Jordan because she says this time shouldn't count because we're not open. <laughs> <laughs> she wants six months of people drinking pints in there before she's willing to give up her, her space on the wall. So it'll probably be that. Like probably once we get reopened, we'll just wait another four or five months or whatever and then and then run it from there. Like Honestly, I'm tempted to go now. I just want to have a pint next to that mural now. I'm like, I need to experience yeah. this. <laughs> 
it's class like the it's the coolest place to drink beer like yeah as well even outdoors because we're next to the like Mesa street huh? yeah like big building next to us so like you're sitting there drinking a beer it's just like this is unreal like, this is so yeah <laughs> everyone i knew actually like their instagram story was like last point last point yeah. last point yeah. everyone was just oh. out and i was like i have too much to work <laughs> i can't leave i'm suffering a little bit today due to my last pints one of my friends texts us saying like all right because we had a last night whenever um the like indoor was closing or whatever we had a last night and people booked and loads of people came and it was great and then when we thought we were going into lockdown on monday we put some tables outside and we had kind of a last night again and then last night we had a last night and my friend texted me she was just like look i can't keep coming for the last <laughs> night <laughs> you've got to eventually either close or like just tell us it's normal. <laughs> this is the last one now for six weeks uh, but- oh no hopefully four hopefully four i'm hoping i I wouldn't have a lot of confidence that like i don't know obviously this is nothing to do with the business whatever but just my opinion is that there's going to be a lot less compliance with the measures now because people are less afraid and more bored and all like which is frustrating because it just means they get dragged out like it just means for longer like if everyone can just stay home and do nothing for a while like we could drink pints again yeah, but even like the the weather like is it makes a huge difference as well because like I don't know for us at least like we just went for walks, sat in our garden, like had barbecues and all like. But now it's just like it's a bit more miserable, and I think people are gonna be more inclined to just go and see one friend or see a couple of friends, or whatever. But hopefully yeah. people stay. Uh, I'd say hopefully day. people are too busy with work to do, do much because I haven't left the house in three days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be ideal. Maybe you know, I mean, it's not by choice. I just if I leave, I fail. You know, <laughs> so I have to do it. Don't yeah, be stuck no. inside and fail. That would be miserable. Oh no, like I'll do, I'll go for a grocery shop or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get dolled up to go to Little. <laughs> what sort of beers do you brew? We have released four beers so far. We released two IPAs, uh, a pale ale and a porter, which was um, like vanilla espresso porter. It never goes that well. Small batches, like our serving tanks that we fill behind the bar are 300 litres. So like we can afford to be experimental or whatever we plan to just brew every kind of beer like just beer that we love is the main thing if you brew beer you love it's easy to go out and convince other people that it has value too whereas if you brew beer that you think other people might like but you don't like places i worked before have a lot of pressure with production where it's like there's orders from licensees order from off license from restaurants whatever like you need to produce this beer whereas with us it's just like every week we just go well what do you think like will we brew this or we try that and this is like yeah let's do it we have a lot of freedom that way yeah i guess like modern craft styles mostly the first beer we sold out of was our first ipa which was called ipa number one <laughs> and ingenious what our second ipa is called um but that sold out first that was cool like it was pretty cool to see the whole process like to go from production brewing like all the planning and all the rest of it to packaging people come in and drinking pints and then we sold out of it and it was like oh, we did it like we brewed a beer that everybody drank the porter was my favorite i think we'll brew that again whenever we're allowed to reopen that sold out pretty quick as well so right now we just have the pale ale and ipa number two left ipa number two yeah i, I love the names <laughs> but to be fair it took us like over a year to come up with a name for the company oh really I'm not good at thinking of names. We went, we went with Crew. Actually, my cousin came up with it, not me, um, because I couldn't think of any names. But Crew was just like, oh, there's a cat here now as well. Oh, hello. 
um, you have so many pets yeah we have a ferret as well i love it <laughs> so yeah crew was just like it's about a group of people working together towards a common cause and it's also kind of a reference the building was a former fire station or whatever so we wanted kind of that to be referenced but we don't really have any personal connection but we did want some reference because it is a cool building like the history is very cool what would you describe as your proudest moment in relation to crew brewery just the opening night i guess like uh well actually no so opening night it should be but actually the first weekend we opened on a Thursday, the first weekend we didn't have our own beer on. So we have like cans, bottles, cider and like five taps from other breweries as well. It's not just all our stuff. But at the start, we didn't have any of our stuff. And then the following Tuesday, we put it on. So for me, that was it because there was so much work and planning went into like the equipment and, and like how it's all going to work. And then at that point, like it had gone from raw ingredients. We get all our grain from a farm, like some guys in Dundalk are amazing. So it's got, I've been there and I know the process, it goes into growing and I've been to hop farms all over the world. And also I have a lot of respect for that side of it. So it's gone from there into Limerick, into crew. And then we've brewed a beer with it. And then we've moved into the serving tanks and then we've poured a pint and people have enjoyed it. And you're just like, this all worked. Like... It works. The whole thing works. So at that point, I got sent home because I was stood there staring at people drinking pints, like seeing if they're enjoying it. <laughs> Gareth was like, just go home. I'll text you to see what people think. Where do you see the business in 10 years time? Just still have the pub and have the production facility running then. I would like to be selling beer at that point all over Ireland. I wouldn't like to sell anywhere else because I think beer is better enjoyed fresh and by the time you send it to someone else it's not so good but also there's just a ton of environmental issues with shipping beer like we don't have a mad desire to be a huge company or whatever so if we sell beer all around ireland that'll be more than enough for us like <laughs> that'll do and uh, we'd rather not destroy the planet by buying beer everywhere yeah um, and like this country's small enough stuff gets yeah. pretty quickly <laughs> yeah it's grand um yeah so just that i'd like there's a pub in belfast called the sunflower and i'm totally in love with the sunflower it's the coolest place in the world so i would like to drink a pint of our beer in there that's one of my dreams actually the next time i go home i might just bring them a keg and give them a free keg and just be like can i sit here and drink one of these like we're living wage employers so like we don't pay anybody less than a living wage well apart from ourselves but we don't pay anybody else who works with us um so if we could do be doing that on a bigger scale, like if we had a production facility and then you have like say 30 or 40 staff or whatever, and you're providing high quality employment, allowing people to grow in the industry, like we're very committed to like beer education, basically. Um, we do lots and lots of work with that and um, both informal and then working towards different qualifications like in the beer industry. So if we could have a team of people that were learning loads about beer and we're like in Limerick and we're all looked after and like that would be unreal. Like <laughs> I'd be pretty happy with that. And if you had to summarize your experience in three words, what would they be? Summarize my experience, like just in Limerick? Yeah, in Limerick. Supportive. Like people have been unbelievable and they're so nice. Like everyone that comes in to drink there is so, so nice. <laughs> and like everyone's telling their friends and like people have been great with sharing our stuff on social media and all that. And like all the time uh, when we were open or even for the takeouts now, people are like, oh, my friend so-and-so told me to come up here. Like he says, it is great. Are you are great or whatever. So it's just like people have been unbelievable with that. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm not very good at keeping. Take your time. Take words. your time. But <laughs> like I talk too much for three words. Um, I don't know. I think it exciting probably. Like it's an exciting place to be right now. I think because there's lots of cool stuff going on. Like obviously the pandemic's kind of put a stop to a lot of that. But like the music scene was unbelievable there, uh, and will continue to be as soon as it's allowed to be back. And then. You've got places like the commercial is not that long open. Pharmacy isn't that long open. Like Mother Max, I think. Like I think. It, Crew is a pretty good place to drink beer, obviously, but I think Mother Max is like for sure like one of the best places in the country to drink beer. Like the, their selection, their service, like the lads are so nice. So it's just an exciting place to be. It feels like a place where 
new things can like open and happen and where young people are taking a lot more um like I'm not that young now but <laughs> like young people are taking a lot more drive and like pushing things on like organizing um like music festivals and gigs or whatever else like people are people kind of feel like things can happen here if you put your mind to it and you go out and do it because it's maybe a little easier to break into like spaces are a little cheaper and that sort of stuff like that than say go or cork or somewhere so there's more people doing exciting things what did I do there supportive and exciting that's that one um i don't know like that might be it (laughs) (laughs) just two that's all we need we're good i'll just text you if i think of another one but (laughs) (laughs) exactly anyway thank you so much for your time this was a really fun interview no problem anytime anytime perfect thank you so much no problem oh bye animals bye animals (laughs) bye bye thank you